Welcome back to another episode of the ONJ Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremiah. I'm your co-host, Orlando. Hope everyone's having a good day. Good night. What we got first? Um, You know, a lot of things are happening in the NBA. And we have the the start of the coach firing We're not going to start with playoffs? Well, we'll get to the playoffs. The playoffs are like the main event. Oh, okay. All right. You know? You you gotta save the best for last, which are the playoffs. Okay. So we're starting off with coaches being fired. <laughs> Firing season has begun. Facts. Um, and the first one, Frank Vogel, the disasters that happened over there in the Lakers. Um. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was bound to happen at some point. Uh, I actually thought with the amount of hate. That like Russ was getting over the season, I thought that like he would probably get a chance to like you know maybe try to redeem himself next season. Um, but clearly that didn't happen, and I'm glad it didn't happen. Uh, but uh, I'm curious to see like what the Lakers. I think coaching was probably the least of the Lakers' problems. I think the way that the whole team's constructed, I think kind of needs just a little bit of readjusting. A lot. <laughs> no, it ain't no little. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot, a lot of readjusting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I'm curious to see what how that's going to play out. And then, you know, you just saw. I don't know if you saw LeBron's post, but, well, Twitter, he was like, I'm never missing the playoffs, you know, ever again. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't believe it? Okay. You don't believe it? He's 37. How is he going to prevent himself from getting injured? Like, hey. Look how he's playing now, though. I don't know if he did. Did he? Did he, did he look, finish off look, averaging yeah, 30? Exactly. Look how he's playing now. Mm-hmm. He's not in the playoffs. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Did he finish off averaging 30? Was he able to keep his 30 up? I know Embiid won the scoring title. I feel like he's probably like 29, probably 29. in that 29 range. Yeah, but still. 30, I mean, 30 point that, one. I don't like know. you said, 37 years old, 29. That's crazy. But um, I think that, and then I don't know. I think so. I think they got rid of the coach, which is good, but I don't know. You got to work with the players. Like, AD, I don't know. Like, what do you put in place, like, to make sure that, like, what can you do as a team to make sure that, like, you know, he's available for you? What can you do? Um, I don't know. What is uh, nutritionist? I don't know. I don't know or, or more physical therapy? Like, what is it? I don't know. Is there a way to make glass stronger? I That's don't, I don't, crazy. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know what they could do about AD. Nothing. Like, I don't. I mean, like, I, tell him, tell him to fall less. Because every time, every time they play, it's like he falls and starts like grabbing his knee or something. It's it's, like, it's scary too, because it's like every game, like first game back. Oh snap! Let's see what he does. Goes down again. All right, he returns ah. again. First game back, goes down again. So, mom, yeah, my Vogel, leg. <laughs> my leg. Vogel got fired, which is you know bound to happen. But I'm curious to see like what they're gonna do within the team. Whether they're gonna trade some pieces or, you know, just what trade I'm curious. the whole team away. And the trade and from what I saw, like the the coaching search seems to be very wide. So, 
you, you don't even know like who's the. I don't really, I don't really think there's a front runner, you know, for that job. I bet they regret not giving Ty Lue that mm. contract he wanted. Talk about it. Talk yeah. about it. Ty, Ty, look, look at what, how Ty Lue got the Clippers, bro. Almost. Ty Lue, Ty Lue is a coach that can make adjustments in game. Not yeah. many coaches have, you know, the balls to actually do an in-game adjustment. That's true. Ty Lue does. He will yeah. take out your star player if he's not playing good. Literally. That's how you win games, though. Exactly. Especially playoff games. <laughs> the most important game. Sure. But um, we'll see what happens. I don't – if you could make – I mean – you can make if you can make a crazy prediction right now. Who would it be? Like who would be your Lakers head coach? Right, how, into, how crazy are we talking? Just whatever. Super just, crazy, moderate crazy. Just, I, I mean, it's early. Crazy. Like, like there is no front runner. There is no can. I mean, there's a long list of candidates, but like there is no like particular guy that like you've heard that could be in the lead right now. I have. So I just have before a, before they before you hear that, who do you think is going to be? I I so I have a um. Out of this world crazy. Oh my gosh. And then I have a believable crazy. All right. <laughs> What's the All difference? Right. One once probably not gonna happen, but it'd be funny if it happened. Okay. Which one Who's do you want to hear Who's first? That? that one? Yeah. Phil Jackson. Isn't he retired? Hey. This hey. Man. She she can bring him out of retirement real <laughs> wow. quick. Wow. He I'm has a nice relationship with the Lakers. That's hang on. Twenty years is crazy. I don't even, I think it was more. I don't even know if the it, could you get could you, could you date a woman 20 years older than you oh she's 20 years younger than him yeah but like i mean but you're not gonna date a man 20 years older than you you're gonna date a woman 20 years older than you so no, like, i'm just saying like i'd want to be phil jackson and date a woman that's 20 oh, that's, years so younger you, than me so you're not like if i'm 70 yeah. i want to date a woman that's younger but could you but would you date a woman that's okay so what's your age stop then for that then like what's your age stop for like I think it all matters at the Cause age. Because you said 70, so you're not going to date a 90-year-old at 70. No. So, like, what what's your what's your about? age? So, what's your age gap? Like, what's your age stop? Theoretically, mm -hmm. I think 10 years is the max. Okay. Like, big, big max. <laughs> big, big max. Big max. 20 years is out of this world. <laughs> Shout out to Phil Jackson for pulling it off. I, I, I still don't it. know. What? That's your boss's, that's your boss's daughter, daughter, bro. Yeah. You different. Only Phil. Only Phil. But um, yeah. Uh, okay. So Phil Jackson is your out of this world. Get out of here. Get the f out of here. Prediction. Who's your realistic? Mark Jackson. Mm, that would be crazy. Because I feel like LeBron has a high view of him. And like he should have had. It. I think he should have had it. He wasn't bad with the Warriors either. Like you know, like it's not like. He left the like he coached them and then was just like terrible and got fired. I mean, yeah, Steve Kerr probably ended up being the better option, but I still think he's a good coach though. He's, he developed the Warriors to what they are. Exactly. I just think he didn't. The thing that I also think is like Mark Jackson is another one who probably didn't do the greatest adjustments. Mm -hmm. Like Steve Kerr went in and as soon as he came in, he was like, "Draymond, you're in the starting lineup," like right. like that, and that you know changed the whole the whole way the Warriors work. So For it's sure. like little things like that. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'm sure, hopefully, you know, after watching all these coaches, you know what I mean, commentating all these games, maybe he's picked up on that. You know, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's uh, commentated a couple of Clippers games, you know, watching Ty Lue make adjustments and stuff. So maybe, you know, he's learned and became better. By that sense, we can be coaches because we watch games. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey. Right. I mean, oh, right. We can start in G League now. Yeah. Gonna be Lake, a G League assistant. Lakeland, Lakeland, right down the street, bro. Lakeland Magic. What's <laughs> up? You know what I mean? But yeah, um, shout out Lakers. Um, good luck on y'all. Coaching search. What about yeah. you? What about me? Who oh, who's my coach? prediction? Yeah. I would like to see. Now, see, I don't think. So I know for sure. I was going to say, I was thinking Vanderpool. But I know LeBron, he's 30, like you say, he's 37. So he don't got time to see what can you do. You know what I mean? Uh, Clippers are definitely not getting rid of Ty Lue. I ain't gonna lie, Mark Jackson's a very good pick. I'm gonna say maybe his old coach, um, LeBron's old coach, Mike Brown. I'll say him. Now, do I have a real? Now, do I have a Phil Jackson pick? I do not. <laughs> if I'm gonna just say anybody, shoot, forget it. Uh, I would go with shoot Jay Wright. Who knows if he comes out of retirement and Coach K. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> coach K. I mean, they were saying Jay. They were linking Jay Wright to the Lakers job, but then he ended up retiring. So. He shut those rumors down. But, yeah, I'll say uh, Mike Brown as my realistic option. <laughs> they were reuniting. Now, will they win a championship? I don't know. But Mike Brown. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. All right. We shall coach. see. Next coach. Um, Not necessarily. It's, this isn't like a – he was in, in the interim coach, uh-huh. and he didn't get the full job. Um, Alvin Gentry, the Kings. Um. The mess that's the Kings right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to talk way too much time on this, but I mean, I'm a gen- I think I saw something you were talking about, like with the he may get a front office shot. Well, he's. I don't know if he's interviewing or if he's. Yeah, they just threw it in the article with no information. It was like how, they're talking about yeah, front office, whatever like, that okay. means. Um. So I. So I'm assuming his coaching career is over. Uh. And then maybe uh he'll probably I could see him like in that front office role, maybe like a president of basketball operations or or a senior advisor, something like that. You know what I mean? Like an advisor, like an advisor role. I think that'll be good for him. Um, yeah, I don't. I just I don't really got too much to say about it. Really, the Kings are a mess. That's all I have to say. I mean, like I don't know who they're gonna hire. Now that's the thing. Like, it's a lot of options. Now that now this is a team. That could use somebody starting out, I think. Uh, like I could see a starting out coach like getting the opportunity to get to try to build this team up, kind of like a. I don't know was was Taylor Jenkins was he a head coach before the Grizzlies or no? I don't think so. I think he was always an assistant. Right. So maybe like a guy like Taylor Jenkins, you know, he got an opportunity to you know build that Grizzlies. That yeah, he was an assistant, but I mean, he's still as a head coach, first time. Got a young team and then second seed in the West this year. So maybe now I'm not gonna say the Kings are gonna be second seed in the West two I mean, or three years from now. They made that made that Halliburton trade to you know, <laughs> try to make the play and we saw how that you worked know what out. I mean? So I don't know how that's gonna work out, but I could see there's definitely gonna get like a rebuilding, like a young head coach. Like not it don't gotta be young, but like a first time guy that could just to restructure, rebuild, bring some type of culture to that team or something. Cause Vanderpool? Maybe. I would like that. That's a good opportunity for him. Yeah. To really show what he's about. Yeah. I like Vanderpool there. Nice. nice. That will be tough. Nice. All right. Enough about him. <laughs> um, moving on to the next coach, um, James Borrego. Ooh. You know, he, he brought the Hornets 
to you know the playing twice. I want to hear your take. And on then this he first. got fired. You want to hear my take on yeah, it first? I do. Um, it was a needed, a needed firing. Okay. Um, I'm glad that he was able to you know bring the Hornets to you know some type of relevancy because mm-hmm. the Hornets were irrelevant after that. Like Kemba, Steve Clifford made it to the playoffs that one year. Yeah. Got bounced in the first round and never did anything ever again. Yeah. So it's nice that he brought them to relevancy, but then again, you kind of want more. Especially Lamelo ain't gonna, you know, you want to keep Lamelo happy. You don't want Lamelo to like not be winning and then get mad and want to trade. Like a For lot sure. of young people, a lot of young players now want to do so. <laughs> it was a needed. It was talk a about firing. it. Talk about it. <laughs> what do you want me to talk about Zion? <laughs> <laughs> the multiple reports of Zion wanting out. <laughs> the man still in his rookie contracts. I mean, I would say he came into a shit show. He did. He did. Um, he made the best of what he could do. Uh, like the team he came into, really, like Kemba. They had well, Kemba was their leading scorer. That was uh 2019. Came in 2019. Kemba was their leading scorer, and guess who their second leading scorer was? Just in 2019. Just, just come, just come off the anybody. 2019 with Ke- Kemba was still there. Kemba was still there. So their second leading <laughs> scorer in 2019. He's a bench player for the Kings. Right He's now. a bench player for the in, Kings. He was involved in the Pacers trade. Pacers Kings trade. He was involved. Um. Oh, Lamb. Bah. Yeah. Lamb. Yep. Yeah, Jeremy. I Lamb. remember that. Lamb. So it's like, uh, it's not it's not the best situation you could ask for as a coach. And then you know they got worse. But then you know the Rosier trade. They made the Rosier trade, and then. They signed Devontae Graham and things were looking up. So then they got better. And then uh they added ten wins after that season. So yeah, I think they were doing good. Um I think if they made to the playoffs this year, his job would have been safe. Um, but they didn't, clearly. They pretty much got bounced out just like they did last year. Um in the play in. Well, almost playing. And that's kinda like the playing the whole playing thing, I don't know. I feel like it could be some politics involved in it, somehow, some way. Because it's like... Elaborate. Okay. Because, like, think about it. it. It used to be so simple. It's like, one through eight, you make it, you're a playoff team. You know what I mean? You're a great coach. Like, yo, your team's making progress, things of that nature. Now, playing is like, it could be a... It, I think it gives a coaches an extra year, kind of. You know what I mean? Because it's like... He didn't make. He made it to the play last year, right? So he didn't make it to the playoffs at all until twenty twenty until last year when he made it to the play in, and that's the closest. So like, he is like, whoa, you didn't make it to the playoffs, but you got us into the tournament, which became a thing last year. So it's like, if that wasn't a thing, I think he probably would have been fired last year. You know what I mean? And then because of the play in, it's like, oh. You and then even this year, you almost got us here this year, but we still fell short. So I think he had an extra year to like prove himself, like to try to get us past this little playing tournament, whatever. Still wasn't able to do it. So then it's now it's like, yo, we gotta cut loose. Like you're just not. It's not gonna work. And you pretty much had the same team you had last year, if not a better team, if you think about it. You know, you had you added guys like Montrez. You added 
You still had you still had Rozier and Lamelo. You know Bridges, a, a better Bridges, a better Lamelo. Rozier is kind of same, but like you know a better Bridges and Melo, two of your young stars. You know PJ started to show some flashes. You know, you know gotta pay them checks. But like I think, um, yeah, I think just the play and just gave him an extra year and he didn't really do nothing with it. He had Gordon Haywood for six days <laughs> instead of five this year. Ooh, that's a nut. That's what I want to touch on too. What do you like? How many more wins? <laughs> so Gordon Hayward. So he Gordon Hayward literally played forty four games. I feel like he played like forty four games, around forty games. We'll say fifty. Fifty. Uh, it wasn't fifty, but okay, at most fifty for both seasons, and that leaves like a good thirty two games. Do you see him like adding a lot more wins? Like, do you see him changing the their playoff picture or their seating that much more if a he would have been available? Little bit. Uh huh. Um, and by a little bit, I mean like barely making it to the eighth seed. Okay. Um, just because he's that veteran leadership they need on the floor. Right. Um, you know he has years of experience, and I think that's the main reason they got Gordon Hayward was because of his leadership's ability. Yeah. And the man has barely been on the court with them, so. Right. I don't even think they have chemistry all that well because he's always injured. True, and I don't like I don't know how he is in. I'm curious to see like how he is in the locker room because I see his on court leadership. You know that's visible when you watch them play. You know, but I don't know. I wonder how if that translates. Like you're not available two years in a row, so I wonder if you're able to like still transfer, kind of transfer that leadership into you know the locker room and you know during halftime and. You know, things of that ain't, or on the bench, you know, uh one of your teammates not having a great game, so you know, trying to lift them up. Like things of that nature. He probably sends them an invite to play Warzone. That's you crazy. Know? That's how they bond together playing Warzone. That's crazy. Hey, he plays Warzone, <laughs> the guys are young, never know. <laughs> well no, you're right, you never know. But um God dang, so this is another team that needs a new coach. I don't I have no idea who their assistants are, so I don't even know if any of them any of them are in the running for it. The one that I thought about was Kenny Atkinson. Ooh, that would he be good. Would be perfect. I love, I love that. Um, you know how he brought them Brooklyn Nets, who had nobody except D'Angelo Russell into the playoffs. Right. I feel like he could do that for the Hornets. That's a great pick. And he's a young coach to be young with the um, Is he? youngish, youngish, youngish. <laughs> a lot. Youngish. For real. No, I like that pick though. Is, is he their current assistant? Oh no, he's with he's um with the, the Nets, right? The Nets, yeah, the he's Nets. with the Nets. Uh, is he with the Nets? Uh, or is he with Golden State? One, oh no, he's it. He was he was with Nets last year. Yeah, he's with Golden State. He's this with year. Golden State. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Golden State this year. Golden State might be losing a couple of assistants. You no, know, Atkinson, Mike Brown. Never know. Hey, don't have to re up. <laughs> really do. The, the the NBA used to be like every coach used to be an assistant of like Greg Popovich. Right now it's gonna be like every coach it was an assistant of Steve Kerr. True. Okay, and so since we're still on the Hornets, so Miles Bridges, their well, one of their most improved player candidates. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. Do you, do you see him winning it this year? Just quick take. Um, first of all, I just want to say John Moran shouldn't even been there. Mm. Um, just because what? the man was already an all star. Is he a is he he's, an a fi- he's a finalist, yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't even see Like I know he improved, but like he was already an all star. I don't feel like that should have been. Who the finalists? Him, Bridges, him, Bridges and Murray? 
Murray, yeah. Wow. I didn't even know Jaw was in the running. Yeah. Wow. They should have put Jordan Poole in there instead of Jaw, my opinion. See, let, let's have this conversation. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's like, that's, a, that's, a, that's weird. Because it's like, because if you're going to say Jordan Poole, then you might as well throw Maxi in there, too. But then it's like, with Jordan Poole, I mean, yeah, he averaged like 20 minutes last year, and now he's up to 30. But do you think, like, with playing time, though, if you get more playing time, like I saw, like I saw uh, Stan Van Gundy, he, uh, during one of the Warriors games, during one of the Warriors playoff games, I forgot, I think it was either two or games two or game two or three, where he was like, Jordan, Jordan Poole, he didn't really improve. He just has opportunity to show what he has, like more minutes. You know what I mean? So I don't really think, like, that could cost, like, Murray, in my opinion, like, he's most improved because he's playing the same amount of minutes, but his numbers are just that much. He's just increased his overall game and, you know, his overall feel type. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's my counter argument against yes, that right for Jordan Poole. Go for it. <laughs> so you said he got more minutes this season, right? Yes, sir. There's a reason he got more minutes this season because he improved, right? Mm. Now, here's the reason. Here's the reason why you couldn't have this argument. Mm-hmm. Last season, the Warriors were trash. Okay. Draymond barely played. Steph barely played. You know, Clay was out for the whole season. Theoretically, since they were so bad, Jordan Poole should have gotten more minutes last season because they have more minutes to go around. Instead, he's getting more minutes this season with a healthy Steph, a healthy Clay, and a healthy Draymond. Okay. And sometimes they're even putting him as the first option to score points. Shoot, he's the first option right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that he's getting more minutes. He's literally improved because you're putting him over your star players at this point. So That's true. I like the argument. I mean, yeah. And also, he's playing like 10 more minutes too. So I don't really see like, that's not, I don't think that's really not that big of a jump. Yeah. So, okay. So you're saying him and who? So is, is it a two-man race? Wait, so why you say Ja shouldn't be in it then? Because Ja was already an all-star. What I gotta you know, do it, but isn't I feel like isn't it based I, on numbers though? Yeah, but it's like <clears throat> Jaw was the second overall pick who was already an all star, so it's kind of like you these were already a set expectations for Jaw. Mm-hmm. You know, Jaw Jaw came into the league when we all believed he's gonna be the superstar. Right. You know, I think when you look at most improved players, it should be players who you did not see becoming an all star, mm. who go from like a regular now G you, League or a regular role you, player into like a good uh, all star. Great player. Oh, you're bringing narratives into it. How am I bringing narratives? You're bringing, so you bring it outside. You bring it outside, like like story. Like we didn't know his story. Like his story. You're bringing his story into it, not not his numbers. We. I mean, I don't like ja, that. I don't ja, like. I don't ja think was, I like that. I don't ja think was, I like that. Jaw was supposed to be in a superstar. He is. He is. But yeah. like that, you shouldn't judge that off, based that off his numbers though, because like. I'm sure we. I'm sure we thought a couple of number one picks. I'm sure the Cavs thought Anthony Bennett was gonna be a superstar. Yeah, look, look we got we got to question the Cavs because I did not see Anthony I, Bennett being a superstar. I mean, um, I'm not gonna like this Kwame Brown because I like what he's doing with his platform. But like, even I'm sure maybe the Wizards like thought Kwame Brown was gonna be you know a franchise center. I mean, every team that has a number one pick thinks their guy's gonna be like their number one guy's gonna be it. So. But sometimes it don't end up happening that way. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's valid, I guess. Because I guess the guys you would have never thought should get. So you're saying the guys we never thought should get a little bit more attention? Yes. But I think if they're as good as they say they are, as 
you say they are, then they're going to end up getting that attention anyway. Like, look at Jordan Poole. He's starting over Steph. I mean, Steph was they're, – they're leading – they're slowly, like, bringing Steph along. But, I mean, he's starting when Steph's on the bench. One yeah. of the greatest point guards of all time is on the bench. Still in their prime. So, it's like – I don't know. <laughs> Give tomato, tomato. He should have been a finalist, in my opinion. Jordan Poole? Yeah. I think so, too. He should have. But I ain't gonna lie, Jaws, he's see Jaw and that's more impressive is Jaws game with Murray. He's playing the same amount of minutes and still made that crazy jump, even with the same workload that he's had last year. What year is Jordan Poole? Uh Jordan Poole, I believe, is a third year. He's a third this is his third year. Okay. Yeah. His third year. Yeah. This is Bridges' fourth year. Yeah. And this is Murray's what, fifth? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, goddamn, goddamn night. Don't tell me you about the. You trying to bring years into it too, bro? Huh? Don't tell me you trying to bring years into <laughs> yeah, it. Too, I bro. mean, See, theoretically, like, theoretically, we if we're thinking about it, I'd expect a big jump. You know, <laughs> going from one to two and two to three. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, come on, that's not fair, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's not fair. So you telling saying. me like? So you telling me? Like and bro, and they don't. I don't think they give it to like guys that's coming off of like a, like a um, like an injury or something. And then like like say if it's a guy like that's like saying like Oladipo, like when Oladipo came back from his injury when he was in Indiana, and then uh he had they went wait, I don't think he won Most Improved Player that year. Okay, yeah, right, right. Like Oladipo when he came back and he played like those ten games at the end of the season for Indiana. And then uh, next year he was an all star. Like he didn't win most improved player because they knew that you know those last that last year didn't really count because I mean it was just garbage time really. And you know he was just it was like really rehabilitation. So it's like I think he was averaging like maybe ten, and then the next year he's like at least twenty. So it's like oh he aver- he went from ten to twenty, but the NBA was like no, like it was it, that doesn't really count because those weren't really like he wasn't really supposed to be playing in those, in those games. Know what I mean? I guess <laughs> I can see where you're going with that. I don't know. We, I think I like your argument though. I, I mean, Jordan Poole should have been in the running, but I mean, you can't just sit over Jaw like, like his improvement. Like he didn't really improve like that. I'm just saying, if you're an All Star, I don't think you should be qualified for the award. Dang, that's, that's just me. That's tough. That, that's that'd be a great me. question. That's a great question. Though. Like, like, do you? Should all stars be considered for most improved player? That's a good. So, so Dejounte shouldn't be considered either. Is what I'm hearing. But this no, because Dejounte is his literally first time. So, like, if you became an all star, and with this being like, if you became your all star your first time in that same season, you became an all star. Mm-hmm. You 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 qualify for the award, but like Ja was an all star last season. Uh, okay, all right, and this season. Okay. So it's like I see that's where I was going. All right, cool. All right, I see what you mean. But top three set. <laughs> we'll see who wins. <laughs> I like how we were talking about Borrego and then we started going into that. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? But since we're talking about awards, we might as well just start talking about the two people who did win awards. Um, starting sure. off with the first one who got a down defensive player of the year. Shout out to Marcus Smart. Yes, sir. Um, it was bound to happen. And what made it even more special was you have one of the, the last guard to win it, giving you the award. Plus, like, another, like, defensive guard, like, defensively known guard 
giving it to a like a younger defensively known guard. Um, that was it's amazing. Uh, Smart's a dog. I mean, on the defensive end, still I'm a, every time every time we bring up this award, I'm gonna still say it. I don't know the, <laughs> I still don't know the, the uh the qualifications or the um. Just gonna look up the advanced stats. Requirements. What that? Look up the advanced stats. Okay, probably. This person is shooting when when this person <laughs> when these players are guarded by Marcus Smart, they are uh-huh. shooting like six percent less field goal percentage stuff like that. Yeah. So I think I guess that's it. But um, yeah. Uh, congrats to Smart. Uh, much deserved. He's a uh, very, very much uh deserving of that. Um, and I kept hearing so. I kept hearing Miles Bridges a lot too. I, I mean, not Miles Bridges, Mikael Bridges. You know, like when I was reading through like some of the front runners, because that's really what I do. I don't really like those advanced sets. I have no idea what any of those things mean. So it's like I just go for that. And I seen Miles Bridges. And I saw also seen Jared Jackson too a lot. Um, I think Bam would have ended up winning it if he played more. But uh, no, I think him being hurt kind of hurt his stock a little bit. And you know, and Smart was pretty much available. For most of the season, so I think that helped this stock as well being available for your team. But yeah, um, I think it's much deserved though, for sure. I'm just glad. <clears throat> Two things make me glad. One, Rudy Gobert didn't win it again. Oh. Um, <laughs> the man already has three. Like other people win it for sure. Um, and then Marcus Smart being a guard. I'm glad guards are getting that recognition. Um, I feel like that this award always goes to like the centers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just glad like a guard finally got it for sure. Got that recognition of you know. Because guarding a guard is harder in the NBA because the NBA right now is revolving around, like, be- the best players are guards. Easily. Like, you have a variety of guards Easily. that you have to guard. So I think it's well-deserved that a guard won this award because he has to defend the toughest player. For sure. That's facts. And he don't be – and sometimes he be, he be mixing it in with, like, some of the bigger wings too, you know what I mean? Like when when there's switches and stuff, so he he's not afraid to you know guard one through five if he has to, and that's the kind of attitude you gotta have you know if you're trying to be one of the best you know defenders in the league, and he is that. So congrats to Marcus though. Well sure. deserved. Well deserved. For sure. And what's the next award we got? The next award we got Rookie of the Year went to Scotty Barnes. Yes, sir. Florida on the map. This man, yo, got it, yo. He's he's making Florida look good, bro. You know what I mean, every time it's somebody from Florida, you got it. Got, I gotta recognize it. You know what I mean, it's a must. Okay. But uh, shout out Scotty. Um, you know, making Florida look good. Uh, I think he was my rookie idea as well. Now you could argue Mobley. You really could. Yeah, I'm arguing <laughs> Mobley. You already know. I knew that was I coming. Mobley. I don't know. It's like, but I think just. I don't know, cause with Scotty, he just his impact was. Now Mobley did have it. It could have been either, and 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 judging like, it was a close race. Exactly, it was a close race. It and was judging, like, go ahead, no, go ahead. You say no, 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 no. I was, I'm literally gonna say what you no, said. So no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no go ahead. You, you, you have pulled first. up, bro. You, you were going pulled first. up. Okay, so Scotty had 48 first place votes, and then Mobley had 43. So that was close in itself, and then Mobley had the most. I don't know if they were doing it by the most first place votes or if they were just doing it by the most votes in general. But even even then, if you have most first place votes, because first place counts for like six points, if I'm correct. All right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. So, well, five points. So first place is five. five. Second place is three. 
third place is one. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I think uh, yeah, Sky. I mean, it was close though. You you couldn't go wrong with either, but I don't know. It's Sky. I think he just because the thing is, you could tell this was such a tight race because everything I say for Scotty, I could say the same for for Mobley as well. Yeah. Like he was available for his team. Mobley was available. Like Scotty impacted winning. Mobley did that as well. Now you could argue the whole Jared Allen situation. You know, Jared Allen was out, so Mobley had to you know take up more responsibility. But I mean, Scotty, you know, him playing the amount of minutes that he's playing, you know, Mobley has Kevin Love backing him up. You know, what I mean, he has, you know, other he ha- Scotty has. I don't even know who his backup is to be honest. I don't know if it's Achua or Boucher. Or, I don't because the Rockets they I mean uh, the Raptors they play they they play their starters like thirty. That is young. Yeah. After that trade. That is. I mean, but it don't even look like they play their bench a lot because every time I look at their box what scores. Bench? <laughs> they don't have a bench. That's right. Every time I look at their box score, it's like 35 minutes plus. And, you know, that literally leaves like 13 minutes for the bench. So they're constantly, you know, playing a lot of games and, you know, Cavs are a lot deeper. So I think uh, Sky had just the best rookie season, though, for sure. Um, but they both had great rookie seasons. So I want to talk about – um. The vid- so I saw a video of when Scotty got the award. Mm-hmm. Um, they put up um a video of Vince Carter. Vince Carter was basically saying like you know this award is very impactful. Only three players in the Toronto Raptors history has won the award. Right. I forgot who the first one was. Um, second one was Vince Carter himself, uh, and then the third one was Scotty. I think the first was Damon Stoudemire. There you go. But he said David Stoudemire. Oh wow! <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It does. Um. <laughs> So, you know, I think that was a nice video, seeing all the team coming together. Sure. Um, one of the, the the biggest things that um, I noticed in that video, mm-hmm. when I was looking at the roster, I was like, who are these people? Because I do not, I do not <laughs> know. I do not know the people on that team, bro. <laughs> I was like, he's on the Raptors? <laughs> <Yo>. Since when? <laughs> this man, that's hilarious. Uh, I don't even know who's on that team, man. I mean, I don't know. Scotty did lead. He didn't lead all rookies in scoring, but I mean, he he had more points than Mobley. He had more. He had his Mobley had more rebounds, but Scotty had more assists. Played more games. Well, five more games, and it's a close race. You know, you could have gave it to either, but I mean, I think Scotty just showed a lot more than Mobley and was just a better player this season. Yeah, I, I, either Mobley or Scotty, they both deserved it. So it was like. As yeah. long as one of those two won it, it was um deserved. Yeah. I just I just found it interesting how like throughout the whole entire season, you know how the NBA had like that rookie ladder. Mm-hmm. Mobley was number one on that rookie ladder throughout the whole entire season, and he didn't end up winning. So I found that just a little bit weird. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, but Sky, yeah, I don't uh... I don't know what's good with that rookie ladder. I was like, why? <sighs> Why have Mobley there the whole season and then be like, no, nah, I like I don't know if those ladder things are like I don't know if those ladders are like opinion based or not though. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if they're like um just more more so just based on that that particular editor's like his thoughts on the rookie. I don't know if that's more so a reflect on the whole NBA or if that's more a reflect on that particular editor's opinion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, because that's really who controls those sites. So. I also just want to say shout out France Wagner, got a, got a vote was, in there. I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Got a vote in there. Shout out. You know what I mean? Top five. 
He's, he finished fifth, right? Should have finished fourth. I don't know how. Jalen, I don't know how Jalen Green got more votes than Fran Stoker. Stop. Jalen Green was doing Stop. terrible till like the very end. <laughs> hey, his end, his end was was going crazy. You know what I mean? What you say? You heard, him, you heard him in his France, interview. France was consistent with the whole season compared to Green, but anyway, that's, that's besides the point. Well, Shout out to Scotty Barnes. Shout out Scotty. You know, Florida. Thanks for putting Florida on the map again. Yes. Now, now Jeremiah has somebody to cheer on besides you know Kevin Knox. <laughs> move, move on to the next. Topic. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never put that schmutz on my name. Playing. How did you feel about the playing games? <laughs> playing games. They're, I I ain't gonna lie. I feel like they were so far. They were so long ago. I I gotta I gotta re I gotta re- refresh my memory because I'm all still right, like I'm right. in like playoff I'm in playoff mode right now. All right, you know all what right. I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta put it. So up. we had the so we had who do we have the Hornets? So we had the Hornets and Hawks. So we're gonna just go game by game. Sure. I was just gonna say like just all thoughts right. in general. Right. Oh, just thoughts in general. Yeah. Um, I mean I kind of touched on the Hornets a little bit. I thought this was gonna be the year that they you know got passed with Borrego. Um, but they didn't, uh, sadly. So, and I guess the Hawks, I guess Trey, according to Trey Young, they were the better team. I saw the Hornets as being the better team, but I guess, but, 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 but I see, I saw them as being the better team on paper, though. Paper. That's probably why. I didn't really. You know why? Why? Because they had Gordon Haywood on paper. This, (laughs) I I don't even think I, bro, I, I haven't thought about Gordon Hayward since, like, that's how long he's been out. December, That's how long bro. I've been out. <laughs> since December, bro. But like, uh, I think the Hawks. But I think what Trey meant is like they're the Hawks are the better, like overall, like chemistry wise. They're just the better team. You know what I mean? And especially, you know, uh, with just it's pretty much the same team they had last year. So that's good. They still have that camaraderie. Um, and they were able to use that against the Hawks. I mean, against the Hornets and um, Pelicans. Uh, played. They just, they were just a better team against the Spurs. Really, that's there's no question in that, uh, really. And then the Nets did what they were supposed to do. Did what I thought they were gonna do, and uh, they ended up um just cruising past the uh. Wait, Nets? Where Nets are playing? Nets versus Cavs. Was Cavs. The first game. Nets versus Cavs. Yeah, Nets. They they straight annihilated the Cavs. Um. Cavs didn't stand a chance, especially without Jared Allen. Uh, that pain was wide open. Um, Kyrie was just unconscious that game, like crazy. This man said unconscious. Unconscious, <laughs> literally. You know what I mean? I don't want. But uh, yeah, he was just tremendous. Um, especially, you know, getting the chance to play against your old team. It's nothing like it. Of course, you want to show up. So he did that. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on the whole playing? Um, so we're just talking about the East first and then the West, or you want to touch on the West? Or I think. I mean, we'll do East first and then East first and then the West. Um, I had the Hawks beating the the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the Hornets had it like that to beat the Hawks. Um, the Nets, we already knew the Nets was gonna beat it, and I already had the Hawks beating the Cavs just because I Jared Allen was out, and mm-hmm. even though Jared Allen came back and it was a close game, mm-hmm. I just don't think he was in the best like. Like, you know, just putting him, making him come back to such an important game. Right. I think it was like, um, I think that kind of also hurt the team in a sense. Right. Um, 
So I I just had the Hawks winning. So like I feel like the play in went according to what I thought was gonna happen. Mm, so you think that hurt them? So you think him rushing back hurt them? Yeah, because I feel like they were getting accustomed to one play style, and then like mm-hmm. then he came back. Yeah, and then it felt like watching the game, like it was like you could see some people was like I right, trying to adjust back to when like when he was on the court in one game in one game yeah <laughs> and it being such an important game yeah so you know you all have the nerves of I don't want to fuck up this game and like <laughs> right it ended up happening no I feel you yeah that's true it's facts um yeah uh, Nets they were gonna make it one way or another Hawks um they just did what they had to do then they they it seemed like uh they're just um like. They just knew where they were going and just knew what they had to do and were just accustomed to, like, like they belonged in the playoffs. Like, they felt like they played with kind of, like, that energy, like they belonged in the playoffs. And Trey's just – Trey's always going to be Trey. You know, 38 in the last clinching game, in the playoff clinching game is – that's just typical Trey. But uh, to go on to the West, so we had the Pelicans making it and then we had the Timberwolves making it. And yep. I and I quote, take y'all sorry asses back to Los Angeles, right? Did I get it right? I don't know. He was a little too happy. <laughs> oh, I know he was just a little too happy. Do you think he totally knew? <laughs> Do you think he was so happy that he because he knew he, they weren't making it past the first round? Um, the man was a diehard Clippers player. Then mm. he got traded, and now he's trashing the Clippers. So I find that hilarious. Hey, they didn't want to pay him. They did not want to pay him. I guess. You know what I mean? And then you even had, like, the other team's best player at the moment, you know. Uh, you even had Paul George going up to the podium, like, you know, like, yeah, he, we expected that, and we missed that. And I missed that, and I'm like, dang. Wow. When you said PG went to, to the podium, I thought you were going to say PG said that was a bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Oh, grow up, man. <laughs> like, just let the pass be the pass, bro. But um, yeah, I thought that was a great, great game. Um, they they played the hard time. They really wanted to make that playoffs. In regards to the eight seed, uh, so it was ended up being between the Clippers and the Pelicans. Ingram just continued, just continued on with his uh tremendous play. You know, he dropped 36 and 6. And he's starting to show his, like, really all-around game. You know what I mean? Not just – he's not just a scorer. But, you know, he can facilitate. He can do all those things. And that was pretty pretty amazing. And Paul George is out that game, sadly. So, maybe – I don't know if he would have – that could have been the difference maker in, you know, the Clippers making it or the Clippers going home. So, that was uh, pretty interesting as well. And, yeah, um, we'll see. Sadly, with COVID, and that's so that's another thing. He caught COVID, too. and that's so strange. Hey, like, did he get COVID? I don't think. I mean, he was protocols, 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 yeah. So, we don't so know if it was like, COVID. That's so interesting. That's so interesting, though. Like, the timing, like, you would think the team would be. I mean, at the end of the day, they're grown men, so they have their families and everything, so they have to go tend to certain things. But I thought the teams usually, like, within those two game, like, within those two game stretches, like, I would think the team would be together, like. Paul George does whatever he wants. (laughs) He's a star player. He does whatever he wants. I don't know, though. It's interesting, though, like, how he entered protocols. Like, I thought they would have been, like, mostly together during that time. It's interesting. If he he was really about it, he would have been safe. That's what I'm going to say. Wow. 
he was really Ooh. about it, he would have been safe. That's Where do you big... think he could have gone? Unless he caught it like from a family member. Then then I'll understand. But Yeah. Right. I mean it's LA. <laughs> the options is <laughs> options is endless. It's dude. endless. <laughs> endless. The his best options will stay in his ass home. That should have been his best option. It's true. That is true. But um yeah. Uh, I mean, he might have went out in Minnesota. Who knows? Might have went to celebrate with Patrick Beverly or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, man. Let me go celebrate with the dude who just beat me. Like, what? The dude who was literally just talking trash about my team. Let me go celebrate with him. Like, what? Who knows? But, um, yeah, uh, two great games. Uh, yeah, and shout out to the Pelicans. Shout man. out to the Pelicans because I ain't seen them making it. Mm. So, shout out to them. Facts. Shout out to them boys. When they said they were making the play and they weren't playing. See what you did there. I love the word play. Hey, I do this. I do this. This is what I do. But yeah. Um, especially without Zion too. I just gotta point that out. Zion never hey, came he was back on to the bench. The, Don't do that. He never came he back to the, the whole season. He never came back to the whole season. He's still knocking down one more dunks though. Yeah. Yeah. Pre game. Pre hey. No nowhere in the game has he ever done any of that. A dunk is a dunk. A dunk is a dunk, yeah. Pre-game, I, not. I remember um, I saw on Twitter, someone was like, after after um being out for the whole entire season, Zion has been confirmed to still be out for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's just full of trolls, bro. I love Twitter. Twitter's the best. It's full of trolls. What's the best? Playoffs. Star players. Ugh. Yeah, we're gonna start with. I that I mean, one. can we talk about that in the midst? Okay, no, you're right. No, we'll, we'll no, because because I, I want to end it up on a high note, and I can't end it on a high oh, note yeah, talking about you. injuries. I got you. I got you. All right, so the first player that we have is Luca. He's the first one to go down. Luca Doncic, uh, left calf strain, tough. Uh, they say he's available for game four. Let's go. We'll see what happens. Woo. Hey, all that matters is that they won two games without Luca. Yo, Brunson. Brunson, I don't know what we're going to get. We'll talk about it, but Brunson's been, uh, you know, holding it down. But uh, Luca, I uh, hope he gets back. Um, left calf strain. I've never had left. Well, I, no, I've never had calf strain. I don't know what that feels like. Have you ever had calf strain? Knock on wood? No. Good. I'm not a basketball player. I don't be getting left calf strains. I don't even know how he got it, but. Um, Carrying the team? Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's for next week. Chill. That's for next week. <laughs> relax. Relax. Okay. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself, bro. Okay. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, he gets better. Um, they need what they need him. Now, with the how the team's doing right now, they may be a little bit more cautious. But, hey, we'll see. Hey. Yeah, I said they won two games. Anyway, um, next player, um, Booker. I think Booker was the next one to go out, um, out two to three weeks with a grade one hamstring. Now, me personally, I don't know if my hamstring injury was grade one, but I've had a hamstring injury in the past. It was grade negative two, bit. Grade negative two. <laughs> grade so negative two. I mean, I was like, this is like middle school, you know, rec ball. You know what and I mean? then ended his whole dreams of going to the NBA. This wasn't no EYBL or no AAU, you know what I mean? But it was rec ball, you know, it was some serious competition. 
That's know. that's where his career took a downfall because of that one injury. No, I mean, I was never the same after that injury. You you, you could have been seeing Jeremiah right now playing for OKC. My bounce, my bounce was never the same. But you know, I mean, you know I mean, I was late to practice. You know, we got to run laps. You know, and then I'm like second to last. Yo, I can't let the slowest dude catch up to me. I I just can't let that happen. You know, me trying to win that out, and then coach. I mean, I kind of blame the coach. Because you know how they do. You know how they be instigating. Yo, don't let him catch you. Don't let him catch you. He almost caught me in. The hamstring caught me. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, hope Devin Booker gets gets better. Um, That's tough. That's tough. It's an um, understatement. Tough is an understatement. It's very tough. But, um, yeah, I uh, hope hope he gets well. Um, Two to three weeks. I don't know if that's, that's – that sounds like an estimate, but – uh, I think they would be cautious now with their bracket. I mean, they could, they could be, they could survive without without him. But I mean, you still want him. You still want him to be able to, you know, get some games under his belt. You know, still to get acclimated to the playoff process and stuff. Because you know, you will either, you know, if you get out the first round, your next matchup will most likely be Dallas or Utah. And I mean, looking at it now, it might, you know, so. You was you would probably need Booker for one of those matchups. So, you know, I think they're just gonna go cautious. I think he hasn't. I think, and I think that's the route they're gonna take. Really, it's just caution. Um. Also interesting, he went out the third quarter. Um. He went out when he had thirty-one points Oof. in the third quarter. He got injured, and then the Suns ended up losing that game. Uh. So now that they end up, I'm I'm hoping they ended up losing that game just because you know they didn't know how to properly adjust without their number one option. Right. And hopefully by the next game, you know they'll f- they'll be able to figure it out and get it back for sure. together for yeah. sure, for sure. But hopefully Booker gets well because you know I want the Suns to you know make it far for sure. Uh, next player that got injured is Chris Middleton. Middleton out for the first round MCL sprain. <sighs> That's tough. I- I'm surprised they only said first round. I mean, because the MCL sprain, that's like the knee area, right? Isn't isn't he getting more images? Like, he's confirmed out for the first round. Right. But then after that, he's getting more images, and then he might, they'll see, like. If he's available for a second. Yeah, or if he's out again. Right? I think that's what it was. You know, you know how I know this stuff is planned? They say he's out for the first round. What are you, what are you trying to get at? What? He's out for the first round. Okay. What? 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 So that means the Bucks are making it to the second round. If they said he's out for the first round, stay woke. I mean, okay, I guess. They snitched on themselves. Right. I mean, it's the Bucks. They're defending champions. <laughs> I'd hope they could beat the Bulls. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, get well, Milton. So you got to say, just get well, nothing now. Get well, <laughs> get Milton. Well. <laughs> get well, I mean, I'm going to talk more about it when we get into the actual series. You right, know what right, I mean? Okay, right, so I'm, next I'm player. I'm focused on the player. Next right? player, next player, Embiid. Um, just found out he has a torn ligament in his right thumb. Um, Dot Rivers, he had a couple quotes. I don't know if they're quotes. I just seen like articles quoting them, but they were like, it can't get any worse. I hope he knocked on wood after he said that. Um, cause a torn ligament in a thumb with no surgery or nothing. Um, that sounds like me personally, just outside looking in and not, no, 
and just no science, no doctor experience or schooling or nothing. That sounds like pretty bad, but I mean, it's Embiid. He's made of, you know, Embiidness. Embiidness. <laughs> you know, genetics. You know, whatever. And I mean, uh, his ancestors will be proud. But it's like, I think, um, yeah, to play with a torn ligament, I think that's a uh, pretty risky. He played. He played with a torn ligament. Like you know what was a torn ligament confirmed mm-hmm. by game four, and he still played game four. I think they were hoping for the sweep, and then Toronto <laughs> beat them. So now it's a three-one series. Will he play game five? That's the real question. I just hope he doesn't get worse. Do- I mean, Doc Rivers says it can't get worse. So hey, I guess it can't get worse then. Doc Rivers also <laughs> lost multiple up three-one series. So you know what I mean? Yo, if Toronto comes back. If Toronto comes back, they're coming back from a 3-0. Because they were down 3-0, not 3-1. That would be... If they come back from 3-0, Doc Rivers should get fired and never have a head coaching job ever again in his life. That'll add more coaches to the market. Jeez, bro. We mean add more coaches to the market. More coaches that need, um, that, like, coaches... More vacancies, you mean? Is that what you mean? No, like... You know, like the market, the current market of of coaches to be hired. Well, yeah, more vacancies too. But like, no, I literally just said he should be hired and never get a job again in his life. Why would you hire Doc Rivers again after he just blew a three zero lead? He'll find a job. It's Doc Rivers. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, I'm just saying, y'all relying a little too hard on that one championship he won with the Celtics, bro. They're relying a little too hard with that championship. What? That's the Big Three championship. He hasn't done anything except that championship. Let's be honest now. What yeah. has he done besides that championship? No. He's more known now for those 3-1 losses. Mm. That championship. But anyway, back to the... Great point. Playoffs. Yes, sir. Who do you want to start off with? Oh, man. Let's start with the... I don't know. Start with the West, I guess. Uh, Go ahead. I just... I just... Pick a team, pick a pick series. A t- pick um, okay, I'll start with the weakest link. I mean, not weakest series, but like just the most likely to be a sweet Whoa. series. <laughs> Whoa. Um, the Warriors and Nets. I mean, the Warriors and Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Uh, this is probably gonna be a sweep. I mean, unless you know the Warriors want to win in their own home and wait till Game Five. It's up to them. Uh, but. Um, Yochik is you know, carrying the team on his back with no help. Literally, literally. Um, and I wonder if this is gonna make the Nuggets franchise like rethink. Not like I don't think they need to do too much. Rethink, rethink the max contract they gave to Michael Porter <laughs> Jr. I don't know whether to rethink. It's 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 possible to restructure contracts, right? Or is that only in the NFL? I think that's only in the NFL. God dang. That's crazy because I don't really hear too much about NBA restructuring contracts. Yeah, too much. So they should also rethink uh, that contract they gave Aaron Gordon and rethink that contract too. I mean, so I don't know if if that is that more on the owner or the GM in your opinion, like the whole contract offer. The GM. GM. I don't think the owner. The owner's like I'll cuff up money if we guarantee us a championship. (laughs) All right, he's the owner. And then the GM's like, I guarantee you, if you give Aaron Gordon. Two hundred million dollars, we will win a championship. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the owner is like, "Yo, all right, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, um, yeah, we're gonna offer them. The, all right, how much is that? Boom, boom, boom. 
You think it's that? Like, you just here's the check. Yeah. Go. <laughs> you sure that's gonna win me a championship? <laughs> you, hey, <laughs> you sure? I'll sign the check if you guarantee me a championship. Oh, yeah. uh, for real. But um, Jordan Poole. I don't think none of us. When last episode, I don't think none or the episode before last. I don't think none of us. Like when we're doing breakout playoff stars, I don't think none of us said Jordan Poole, right? Nobody. No, I mean I didn't say Jordan Poole because I saw Jordan Poole already doing good. So even if he did good in the playoffs, I didn't feel like that was like a surprise right. compared to like I say Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was doing you know decent, right? But he dropped forty one points carrying the Mavs to mm. two victories over the Jazz. True. I think that's more impressive than Poole because we've seen Poole do this in the regular season, right? And also, I don't. I guess were you were you expecting him to start either? That could be a thing too. Like we weren't really no, expecting, I wasn't him, to expecting start. him to start. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Jordan Poole, he's been tremendous. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of like, like when most of the like highlights I watch, um, with the Warriors and Nuggets, I've been seeing a lot of Aaron Gordon on Poole. I don't know what's that about. Uh, and Poole Aaron just. Aaron Gordon is the best defender. I, think. For the Nuggets, I don't know if the you're Nuggets. being sarcastic or for real. No, I think that's he's the best defender on the Nuggets. Who's gonna be a better defender than Aaron Gordon on the Nuggets? I think Will Barton could do a lot better. Who's Will Barton on? Uh, uh, who was he on? Probably either Clay, probably Clay or something. Clay or Wiggins, one of them. Mm. Yeah, there ain't, ain't much you could you could do with the, yeah. with the Warriors. Like everybody's gonna score. Like yeah. you just gotta pick your poison at that point. But Jordan Poole, he's just giving them a colossal bucket. But um, I think uh that's been interesting. Uh, that's been an interesting matchup. And just, I mean, it's not too much to talk about. Warriors are just a better team. Warriors are winning. Sweet? Next series. Sweep? Sweep. Next or series. sweep. Sweep. Okay. Sweep. Next series. All right. Next series. Um, Let's do Dallas-Utah. How you feel about Dallas-Utah? Um, I feel like a lot of, if Utah loses, a lot of people will be happy. Really? Yes. Because the underdogs because, winning? No, because people want to see the downfall of the Jazz so Donovan Mitchell could get traded to their favorite team. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> a lot of people want that. A lot of people want that? A lot of people want that. You think that's what him and D-Wade was talking about pregame? Hey, hey, who knows? Who knows if D-Wade is an undercover spy or, or something out of the blue wanting to be an owner of the Jazz? I don't know. Or but there is, there is some conflict over there in the Jazz from what I've understood. Really? Mm-hmm. Orlando insinuating Donovan Mitchell to the Heat. If you, if you didn't pick that up, I was not insinuating Donovan <laughs> Mitchell to the Heat. Um, I have friends who are Heat fans who keep saying that to me every single day. So I'm just relaying the message from fellow, from other, you know, um, Heat people. You know, like my co-host here who has Heat blood. You know, Robs. I'm not a Heat fan though. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get that. Let's get that straight. Shout out to the Mavs for Thunder beating up two one. No, for real. Um, Brunson's been crazy. Uh, even with Luca, I'm trying to remember if Luca, if Luca, um, was out. Did he get? Was he out game one or before? He was out every game. Really? Yes. One, two, three. Yeah. Might come back for four. We don't know. Um, Brunson, he's definitely securing the bag right now. Uh. He's averaging 24, 4, and 3, which is amazing. I mean, he's p- putting up better numbers or close to – he's putting up Donovan Mitchell's close numbers. You know, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 25, 3, and 4. So, he's you no know, playing with Donovan Mitchell, one of the best two guards in the league. You know, so, I mean, that's not something to shy about. 
and he was seeking. They said, uh, I remember there's something. He, they said he was seeking like a four year eighty mil. He might get more than that. Who knows? Yeah, it's not a bad contract. That's a good contract. Right? It's not a bad contract, but for the team, for the team, yeah, for the, for team, the team. But I mean, hey, he might be able to ask for a little bit more if he yeah. keeps keeps this up. You know, if they make it past the first round and he continues his play in the second round, hey, you know, watch out. But um, I think uh, it's gonna be a a tight series, uh, especially with Luca out. Um, they say he might be available game this this game. I don't know if he's. I mean, game four that's happening today. Uh, so I don't know if he returned yet. Oh, he did return. So we'll see. Hopefully, happens. if that uh doesn't really affect his uh numbers too much and maybe keep his value up. But Brunson's been playing amazing. He's oh, so I saw um. There's this Twitter page called Stat something something. I don't know. I don't. Oh. I forgot the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not giving them a shout out. So good thing you just I did. <laughs> Stat something. I don't know what's the rest of the thing. If you can figure out from stats, go ahead. Congrats. I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Well, don't say the name. Okay. Anyway, um, they put a. I think also. I don't know how accurate they are with the the stats that they actually post. But they put a stat about like how, um, opposing players are like field goal percentage against like Utah's. Like defense, one on one. Yeah. Um. The only one who greatly affected the players' field goal percentage was Rudy Gobert. Mm. Um. In comparison, um. Donovan Mitchell. Right. They said players are shooting eleven percent better field goal percentage wow. when guarded by Donovan Mitchell. So you tell me he's kind of backed off on defense. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, he's 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 way more than backed <laughs> off on defense. Yo, They're shooting better being guarded. <laughs> Did you see them make a whole? Highlight tape on Royce O'Neal, like on just like his hard plays on like just like hey, he's playing like hey, street ball. Hey, I, the Jazz, the Jazz fans were pissed off at Rudy <laughs> O'Neal because he wasn't playing good defense like he bro, does, bro. This man was literally like just running into dudes like it was nothing. Like I don't know if he was trying to take Brunson out in the game, but it was like a, just a couple plays where he was just like just knocking them to the ground, like clotheslining them nearly. Like, it was just... The Jazz are desperate, bro. They're falling football. apart. They're falling apart. They're getting desperate. It is what it is. Literally. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Dallas and um, Utah is going to be a great series. Okay, who you see pulling it out? I want the Mavs. Judging. Okay. You want, want the Mavs? Mavs. I want to see the destruction of the Utah Jazz. I actually think the Mavs can actually do it because I think they're just the better team. Um, But, yeah. Uh, I think it can happen. Playing five out, amazing strategy. Amazing oh, strategy. Easy. Yeah, I don't know. maybe the Jazz will figure that out one day. Who knows? Yeah, by blowing it up, that's <laughs> how they're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we'll see. But next uh, series, interest series, series. Okay, next we have. So, hmm, so we got Phoenix. Eh, let's talk about Minnesota and uh, Memphis. What are you seeing from that series? What am I seeing from that series? Yes, sir. Um, Minnesota getting very confident, very cocky after that victory that they had. And I quote, Cat Meow said, we in Minnesota now. And I quote, and end quote. I, 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 I. Now, going off that, right? Mm-hmm. They won what? They won game one, right? Yes, sir. And if I remember correctly, he said, we in Minnesota now, right? Yes, sir. When they went to Minnesota, they had a 20, 21, 23 point lead. Yes, sir. And then they completely lost it. And the Memphis came out on top of that last game. Yes, sir. Completely lost it. Now, in your opinion, is that more coaching or is that more players? Now, should there be a player on the court that's like, yo, call timeout? 
like timeout, or is that the coaches like, yo, like both ref timeout, both. Okay, who's who's leaning more towards both? Dang, <laughs> I think it's just a, you gotta have better communication. So Pat Bev needs to call that timeout then. Why are you giving Pat Bev the, I mean, he's the, the point honor guard. of calling the timeout? Point guard's the leader of the team. I guess. But anyone on the team should figure out, all right, we're doing bad. Let's get everybody together and figure out, all right, maybe it's time to call a timeout. Mm. Yeah, true. But also the coach should also realize, like, damn, my team isn't doing anything. Right. So let me call a timeout and get them straight together. You know, there's a lot of people aren't using timeouts correctly in the league, I feel like. Um, a lot of times the team will go on, like, uh, you'll have a lead, and then the team will go on to, like, a crazy, like, um, you know, a crazy run. Right. And then they'll call a timeout too late once, like, once the other team is up by two and you lost your whole entire lead. It's like, okay, timeout. And it's like, it's too sure. late now. Yeah. I don't know if that's more so, like, game game flow. You know what I mean? Like, if that's just, like, uh, just because, you know, like, yeah, a team's coming back, but it's more entertaining to watch that comeback. Or if it's just, like, the coach, no, coach no, is I just, I don't una- care. Coach I don't is just care. unaware if of the situation. If I am a coach, I don't care yeah. about the people's entertainment. I care <laughs> I care about winning. My job is on the line. I'm not being paid to entertain you. No, I'm facts. being paid to win games. <laughs> that's facts. That's real. But um, yeah, I think uh, Grizzlies, um, they just fought really, and Jaw didn't even have the best game. Like, yeah, he had a triple double, but his 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 efficiency, like five of eighteen from the field. I mean. That's not the that's not the best jaw game, and they still won by nine, nine, and also, I also see a lot of like um, in regards to Minnesota. It's like there's there'll be some times where late game, it's just a lot of isolation. You know what I mean, and a not enough ball movement. You know what I mean, like Warriors. I seen a beautiful play, game. I think it was game three, where they uh and. One thing I didn't talk about with the Warriors and Nuggets, yo, like, it's like the Nuggets have no home court advantage. Cause every time like the 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 Warriors hit a shot, it's like it's like the uh, the Nuggets fans would cheer like almost as hard as the Warriors fans in the building. The bandwagon fan Warriors fans are crazy. They got they got Wiggins to be an All Star starter, bro. Their fans are crazy. Nah, that's crazy. I ain't never seen nothing like that. But I don't th- I don't even think the the LeBron he had this many nah, bandwagon nah. fans, bro. I'm like, yo, like who's I'm like who's home court? Who got home court fans? Is it Nuggets or is it Warriors? But um, in regards to uh, yeah, I see a lot of ice. Like yo, the play like it was a play where uh, Clay was um going around. It was on the right side of the court. Clay was coming around. Steph's about to set the screen, and then so it was a double screen. So Clay set the screen on for Steph, and then Steph set another screen. And then, so I think Monty Morris was supposed to switch on to Clay, but then he ended up uh, going around Clay's screen, and then Clay just slipped by. And I'm like, "That's a beautiful play." And like, now, now if you're Scott Fitch, Scott Finch, you don't gotta drop that same play, but just drop just something. You got one of the most talented, what they say, best one of the best shooting bigs of all time. I don't. Bro, if I'm a coach, Allegedly. I'm stealing plays from every other coach on that play. <laughs> like, I don't care, bro. I will steal. Look at the Warriors. I will bro. steal people's whole entire playbook <laughs> and just switch it up, bro. Like, just look at. I don't it. care. Hey, don't run, don't run it from the right side. Run it from the left side. Run it from the left side. <laughs> 
It's my own original play because I ran it from a different direction. <laughs> this, this whole entire with coaches giving the ball to the player. Nah, something, bro. bro do something. It's like, it's just, it's not, it's not it, you know. And you got to see that. I don't know if it's the players or if the coach. Somebody got to see it. And Cat also needs to be do better. Um, I think what he's been doing. Uh, first game, his first game was tremendous. They won that game, right? Um, he had hey. 29, 11 to 18 shooting, 13 rebounds. Then last games, you know, seven shots. Uh, game two, he had seven shots. Game three, he had three, four shots. Uh, I think you gotta have, you gotta. Now, Jaron Jackson's a great defender. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you gotta give credit to the Grizzlies as well for you know shutting that off, but. I don't know uh, to be as elite and be that max guy for that team. I, I gotta bring money. I bring money into. I gotta bring money into it like every time, because the amount of money that you get, you gotta like want it more. Just something. Do something. Tell the team with. Grizzlies are still coming out on top. Mm. Grizzlies are oh, winning nah. the series easily, easily, for sure. But uh, shout out for the Timberwolves for actually making it though. Oh yeah, that's big for the city. I hope. I hope the celebration when they made it was worth it. And I hope this isn't just like a one-year thing. You know what I mean? I hope this is something that they could continue to. They gave their coach an extension, so. Hey, <laughs> we'll see. I hope this is just a one-year fluke. Hopefully. Next year. Next, we got the Suns, Suns versus. Pelicans. Suns versus Pelicans. Um, Great series. Uh, Aiden's getting the max for sure. If he continues what he's doing, um, they have to sign him. Yeah, I said it. Um, I said it. Okay, I mean, I I thought that since the beginning of the season. Who else is going to replace Aiden? Nobody. They don't have anybody to replace Aiden. Anyway. Like his talent is just tremendous, and um, he came up for them last game. He was he was active. Now the only problem I have with his performance. Here we go. The only one problem I have. Is it was without Devin Booker. That's the only problem I have. But other than that, you know, CP came to play. Um, he was just working that mid range. Ooh, that's a question I got for you. Uh, but I'll wait till we get to the Bulls. But the um, CP was tremendous in the fourth quarter. Just, just. Even if you're, he's just so crafty. Like even if you hedge him, he's gonna figure out. He's gonna make the pass. He's just gonna make all the right decisions. And I see why he gets paid the money that he gets at the age that he is. You know what I mean? And he's still one of the best PGs in the league. Um, A and the CP, they just uh, they really came up for their team, and CP was just you know, real solid. That's it. It was A and the CP. That's really it. That's something still winning. Um, I expected it to be a sweep, and it's not a sweep just because Devin Booker's out now. Mm. But Suns are winning. I have big hopes for the Suns. For sure. Let's hope. Now, two or three weeks with hamstring, with Devin Booker's hamstring. Do you, are you worried at all about their next possible matchup at no. all? No. No. They would, so no. they would probably play the winner no. of Dallas or Utah. No. No. They do not scare me. No. <laughs> They're not scaring you. They're not scaring me. No. Dallas don't scare you. No. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> That's the thing about it, but they ain't scaring me, you know. Okay. But uh CP three yeah. CP three will figure out a way. For sure. 
But shout out to Aiden though for like stepping up in the absence of Booker. Now that's the thing. Like I hope once Booker comes back, he can continue this type of play because he has the talent. It's just about just the production, really, just bringing it all together. Now I don't know if that's because of Booker, like and just like being such a you know such a the the you know like production like snuck muncher. You know what I mean? He take he's gonna score most of the points, so that doesn't leave too much options for him. But uh, hopefully he can continue this play once Booker comes back and keep it up while he's out. We'll see. I agree. We shall see. To move on to the East, Bucks and Bulls. Hey, oh, that's what you want to do? Yeah, because I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm interested in. I've, I've been thinking about that question. <laughs> so like, I okay, just really Bucks get to Bulls. Um, Milwaukee's up right now, two one. Uh, Bulls need Lonzo. Bad. Hey, they got uh, Williams back. They they do, but I, I don't know if he's what I thought he would he was gonna be. Hey, he's been pretty good defensively. He is, but I thought he would have provided. Caruso back. And they have who? Caruso. Oh yeah, Caruso. Um, I thought he would have been more of like a, a offensive, like pr- produced more like offensive. He's never been offensive. He's always He's, been defending. As a rookie, what did he average as a rookie? Like eleven a game, or like twelve a game, or something like that. Who did he have on his team? The rookie. Year? <laughs> That's a great question. I think Wendell. Yeah, Wendell, Zach, Vucevic, midway through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Vucevic, um, Kobe White, you know. Got a couple guys, but he was solid. No, he has a rose on his team. He ain't getting he Bro, ain't getting 0 for no 9, 0 for 9, game three is not gonna cut it. It's not gonna cut it. They're gonna need more than that. Well, for sure. And it's, it seems he's like he's coming back from a year long injury, bro. Relax. That's facts. What yeah, but why is he playing thirty minutes? Cause they need defense. They have nobody on that team who could defend defend, at all. Defend Giannis? Anybody. Nobody on that team could defend. The only defenders they have is Pat and uh Caruso. For sure. I like I like uh what the Bucks are doing with their lineup, even without uh Middleton. So they decided to move Giannis to the three. Crazy. And then, and then Portis, which yeah, just the thought of that. Crazy. Crazy. Just the thought of that. Giannis at three is just like scary. I'm like I'm I'm a, I'm gonna pose in small four and I gotta guard Giannis. Like what? So um, I think that's interesting. His uh, he's he's looking a lot more comfortable from the mid range, which is pretty good. Um, I saw him hit a couple. Now they were over Vucevic, and Vucevic isn't really known as a defender. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to disrespect you. You know, your he's former, not a defender. You know he's what I mean? Defender. So, but I mean, player. he's hitting them though. You know what I mean? So I mean, I'm sure even over a smaller guy, he'll probably be able to get those same shots. You know what I mean? So that's good to see that Giannis is a lot more comfortable in taking those shots, which is something that I think critics and like you know, and people wanted him to do more, like show that he could shoot. So, um, but not show that he could shoot, but more so take those shots. You know what I mean? So that's a uh, good that he's starting to hit those. And then also, um, they ended up moving Grayson Allen to the bench, and then Wesley Matthews is starting now. And then also. Just that whole lineup that they have around him, just to have a whole bunch of floor spaces, and then that he's able to like you know become more of a facilitator, I think is great as I'm, well. I'm proud of Bud. He's making adjustments. Nah, for real, very proud of him. That that ain't no, you know what I mean? You know that that's not something to slouch at. And then uh, Grayson Allen uh, had a great game off the bench for Game Three. Now, what I was gonna ask you is, and then with Chicago, it seems like 
just if Zach and Demar don't have like elite games, they're not winning the game. That's just really what it is. Vucevic carried them that first game. <laughs> That's that Orlando you're Magic. On, you were waiting on that, huh? Yeah, I was. He was waiting was. on that, huh? But uh, yeah, if, basically, it's like if Zach and Demar, if they're not having a good game, then it's game over for the Bulls, really. Not a good game, but like an elite, like forty, like Demar, 41. the one game they had forty, yeah, he had forty-one. Levine had what 28, 29, something like that. So, so if they're not having those games, game's over, and that's a lot to ask for, especially without you know a point guard to organize everything like Lonzo, and you don't really have a a true point guard on the team right now. Technically, when you look at, I mean, Caruso's a combo guard, probably more of a two guard, I would say, in my opinion. I don't know what you say. Like, do you I agree. See? Yeah. So he's not really more of a true point guard. He's not a true point guard. You know what I mean? And especially like and same with Kobe White. He's a combo guard as well. So you don't really have a true point guard on team. Ayo, he's good, but I mean he's a rookie. You can't really like expect too much out of him. He's still he's gonna develop for sure, but I mean, uh that's something uh that they're definitely missing with Lonzo. Well I was gonna ask you is who would you who do you see as the better mid range player? DeRozan or C P three? Who do I see as the better mid range? Yeah. Wow, that's a tough question. Because, like, I was watching CP3 just, like, annihilate the Pelicans, and I'm like, whoa. Like, he just knows. His awareness is just, like, he just knows where he's at at all times on the floor. And, like, same with DeRozan. Like, he's amazing from the – he's so efficient from the mid range. And uh, and also, to talk about DeRozan's 40 points, that was without a three-point. That was without – that was with uh, zero three-pointers. All right, all right, so to answer that question, right? Talk, talk about it. DeRozan's whole entire game relies on mid-range. That's all he does. Facts. Just mid-range. That's facts. Right? Now, CP3's whole game doesn't rely on mid-range. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, in terms of, like, in terms of, like, he has a three. He He's going to assist your players. He's going to, you know. Yeah. But who's not, but not who's the better player? Who's the better mid-range? Like, who who's the better mid range? Like no, who, no, who? no 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 I was I was getting there My I was bad. getting there I was getting there. So I'm saying that in terms of like you know the Rosen will give you your your 41 points, but it's because all he's looking to do is score in that mid range. CP3 won't necessarily give you those 40 points right. because he's gonna look to assist. Right. He's gonna look to shoot the three, and you know he's gonna look to you know uh, uh you know handle the the offense together. For sure. CP3's mid range is so. Like smooth and nasty, like when you look at it, it's like my God, he really pulled that off. <laughs> Every single time I look at CP3's made a range, it's like oh my God, unbelievable. Yep. And especially for him to be six feet, yep. imagine imagine CP3 being like what's the Rosen six seven? Right. Imagine CP3 being six seven, nasty. Now, yeah, and then like really, I think what separates it is because I see like what I, from what I've seen is like I see CP3 doing more off pick and rolls. And like DeRozan, he kind of does it more so from like an ISO, ISO standpoint. So mm-hmm. like, which like which is like more harder? Like, is it more ISO like one on one, or is it more pick and roll? Uh, me personally, I would say pick and roll because it's four people involved. You got the screener, and then you got two defenders, and then you you as a point guard got to figure out how I'm gonna get to the rim range, and then how I'm gonna get my shot off off the help defender. You know what I mean? But then you could also say like the screener kind of helps you with the other defender. But I mean. It's tomato, tomato, but then ISO, you know, you got one guard, just one on one. 
So. It just matters what you have in your bag. Mm. I think at the that end part. of the day. That's the biggest part. Who's got more in the bag? Mid-range. Yeah. Who's got more in their mid-range bag? Cool. So you say the Rosa? Oh, you don't know. You said CP. CP3. I agree. CP3. You know, like, he be hitting some... Because cr- I think with CP... I mean, DeRozan does too, but some of the angles that he hits his jumpers off of, that CP mm-hmm. hits his jumpers off of, off of, a, off of a curl or just like, like it'll just be like, like his body will be like parallel to like out of bounds and he'll still get the jumper off. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And CP3, even CP3 sometimes gets his ISOs too. And like, right. he, he could break down his defender so well too. For sure. I agree. Cool. Next series. Next series. All right, next. Hmm. Okay, Philly and Toronto. Thoughts? I feel like we already basically talked about we this did. one. We did. Um, I have Philly winning. Okay. That's all I have For to sure. say. Toronto has no bench. That's yeah. really it. That's really it. Yeah, this kind of like this kind of like the Nuggets and Warriors is like. What What do you say for Toronto? Yeah. Um, I hope Embiid. Doesn't I just hope Embiid doesn't hurt himself more because he yeah. has so much more to give to the game. Um, but yeah, Toronto doesn't really stand a chance. It's just Philly's more deep now. Um, you can say and they're even doing well. You know, Philly's doing well without uh, you know, guys like Thibault and stuff like that. You no know, one of their best defenders, and you know, so they had to insert Danny Green into that lineup, and he's been. He hasn't really been that. Shout amazing. out to the Raptors for winning one game. That's all I have to say. <laughs> At least they they didn't get sweep. That's the important part here. Getting kind kind gentleman sweep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, Maxie's been playing. He's been uh, playing pretty good though. Uh, and he was one of my breakout playoff contenders, and he's been he's been doing that for sure. Definitely been doing great for sure. But uh, yeah, probably a nice gentleman sweep. Gentleman Forward. sweep. All right, next, next we got. So let's go the with the Heat and the Hawks. I was just about to. Can I? The Heat and the Hawks. All right, Heat and Hawks. That's also a quick one. Like the Heat are gonna um, win. The only reason the Hawks won that other game it? was because Kyle Lowry went out, and I'm pretty sure Kyle Lowry will be back just in time for you know. You think it's because of Kyle Lowry? Yes. You don't think it had nothing to do with Trey, bro? Trey's Trey's like that, bro. Trace like that, but then again, I mean, Kyle Lowry went out, and then he, the Heat had no no organization one who could organize that yeah. team. It was just like give Jimmy Butler the ball yeah. and try to see what he could do. Give Tyler Hero the ball and see what he could do. It was a tough shot at the end for Jimmy too. Um, that game winner, it was a, it would it was a tough shot, and they all they all double teamed them and stuff. So they did what they had to do. Now, what do you think of the move of Duncan to the bench and then Max Struess into the starting lineup? Um. It's definitely an interesting move. Right. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting move. And I think that he just, maybe he just wants, like, Duncan to get his confidence back. Right. You know, Duncan attacking bench units, and he can finally get that confidence back. And, yeah. you know, maybe we'll get the old Duncan Robinson back. So you tell me they paid him 90 mil to come off the bench? It happens. It happens. It does. It happens. At least they have their undrafted people. <laughs> That's all that matters for them. That's a fact. But um yeah, uh I think uh this probably might be a gentleman's sweep as well. Uh Heat probably gonna finish it out in their home court in game five. Um but yeah, I think uh shout out to the Hawks for making it to the playoffs again, I guess. 
Yeah, he ain't making it to conference finals this time. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, know you got mean? lucky once. You ain't getting lucky twice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no Capella. I don't know if Capella would make that much of a difference. I guess the paint wouldn't be as wide open. And they seem to play a lot of small ball, too, uh, with Collins at the five. I don't know if he can come. I don't know if he's the best matchup for Bam, hearsay. Barbecue chicken. Really yum yum. But, um, yeah, I think uh, that might be a matchup that Nate McMillan needs to look at a little bit more just to maybe throw on Yucca. I think on Yucca could be solid, you know, a solid body to put on him. And then, you know, just put John Collins on, like, PJ or something when he's in the game. But that's just an option. Yeah. Because I don't think – because John Collins on Bam is just not it. Yep, I agree. Sorry, Heat fans, for giving uh, the team's ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Be sorry, too. <laughs> like half your family, I'm pretty sure, are Heat fans <laughs> or something. Since you say you have any blood. You know what I mean? You know the vibes. But, uh – Hey, I'm just talking basketball. That's all. Last last series. Last but not least, one of the, my favorite series. I was just about to say that. Um, the Nets. Nets. Celtics. Celtics. Uh, this is gonna be great. Um, <laughs> right now it's now, too old. The games have. I'm. It's too old, but the games have been, been good great. though. They've been great. That's the thing. Even with KD playing the way he's been playing, terrible. The defense <laughs> that the Celtics are playing. Has been out of this world, bro. They do not let KD or Kyrie have any type of like breath. They have no time to think. Like as soon you would see KD grab the ball, and you already see two defenders on him, bro. Yep. KD couldn't do anything. See, I like how they're they're stopping them as a team, though. They're not like, yo, I'm a set, yo, Jalen, try to stop Kyrie or like Al Horford. Do what you can with. Um, KD or something or Tatum try to stop KD. It's like no, it's like a whole team. Like every time this guy gets the ball in this spot, yo, we're gonna trap him. Or every time you know he tries to drive, I need somebody else there helping with the contest. Something, and that's how you gotta do to win, especially playoff games. And you know if you're trying to take out another a certain player, um, I think that's important. But I think hopefully KD can adjust. Um. He still dropped. He dropped twenty. I loved. What did you think of R. J. Barrett's uh compares like uh announced? I don't know if you seen the video where he was like, uh, it's crazy that like K. D. shot four seventeen, but he still finished out with twenty seven points. And then people were like, yo, like he had twenty free throws. What do you expect? You know what I mean? Too many free throws. But um, twenty free throws is crazy. But uh, yeah, K. D. I think. I mean, you're you're a top player in the league. You gotta, you gotta do better. Standards are like crazy, very high, crazy, very. But they're reachable for him, especially with his wingspan. But like, um, I see what you did. You know what I mean? You know I know what I mean? You know what I mean? I love that. But uh, I'm kind of scared because the Nets didn't get not one game, and I mean it was a crazy layup by Tatum. You know what I mean? So that was probably one of the smoothest layups I've ever seen him in. He just did it like it was just it's just so natural and coordinated, you know. But um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, Nets could get one at home tonight. We'll see. Game three. I hope they they get a win. I want this to go seven games. Yeah, this I think it'll. Very if the if Katie makes the adjustments that I think he'll make, 
And if Steve Nash, I mean, Steve Nash has. Steve Nash is a terrible coach. I'm going to say that right now. He has been a terrible coach. And this is a crazy job to start with. Too. Yeah. Like, like you have everything you need and you're doing terrible. Yeah. Not me. Something to think about. Yeah. But uh, he's got some veterans on his staff, though. So hopefully they speak up a little bit. What veterans does he have on his staff? Is D'Antoni still on the staff? I think D'Antoni left. He left? Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, D'Antoni <coughs> left. I don't, I don't remember correctly. Or did he retire? Something, well, I don't think he retired because he, retire. he was doing interviews. Yeah. So, I don't know. but We'll see. But um, adjustments need to be made, for sure. A lot of them. Be a better coach. <laughs> Be don't don't coach. listen to Kyrie where Kyrie said he doesn't need a coach. He needs a coach. Nah, you the don't. team needs a coach. Nah, for sure. But uh, shout out to the Celtics. You no, know, for you know coming right defensively, uh, making sure that you know the reason that they lose isn't because of Kyrie and KD. Shout out to their coach for making those defensive plays. Facts for sure. But I think we touched on everything. Yes, sir. Um, appreciate y'all for tuning in. That is the end of episode thirty-five. We getting up there. You almost at fifty, man. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. My bad. Yeesh. Thirty-five. Thirty-six. Oh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about draft now or save it? No, we're saving that. We're this episode three, and now we're in thirty minutes. <laughs> Hour and thirty. My lord. Oh my lord. But uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. Follow the IG on J underscore podcast. Twitter on J podcast. Rate us on Apple, Spotify, anything Google podcast, whatever you listen to us on. Um, share us all that good stuff, and uh, just let us know what we can do better. What are we doing good? Whatever. Anything y'all can see us improving in. Our DMs are open. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, for real. Anything we can pr- improve on, though, for sure. Um, we appreciate y'all. We out. We out.